Welcome to the MBI Edge podcast, where we explore the backgrounds of interesting individuals and how they intersect with our building industry in Iowa. We're going to bring to you topics that help educate, develop, grow, and enhance you and your company. Candace, thanks for coming down and joining us. Thanks for having me. And you are from where? I'm from Miramichi, New Brunswick. That's my hometown, uh, but I live in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Okay, and for those of those south of the border, Canada. Is, there we go. Candace from Canada. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, my name is Joe Melton, Director of Operations with uh, Master Builders of Iowa. I had the wonderful experience of last winter being at a conference and getting to uh, hear you speak there and tell your story and what you're passionate about um, in uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Unfortunately, it was a virtual. Uh, you'd come down sick and we weren't able to get you down, but uh, still got to hear you speak and share your message. So good to be live again and so happy to have people like, your, like you who um, uh, you know, support the message and, and, and make the effort to keep spreading it uh, throughout, you know, really throughout North America. So it's always incredible for me when I'm traveling all over the place to still see familiar faces or, or names and, and uh, just continue, you know, continue the, the safety mission. Awesome. Uh, well, let's get into your message. Absolutely. You know, we're going to have, we're here at the uh, Master Builders of Iowa Winter Conference. You're going to be our keynote for lunch tomorrow, which is our big safety awards. We have uh, nearly 600 uh, industry members going to be there tomorrow. And when we pull from your experience to see something say something, tell us more about that message and what you're passionate about. And more, what do you mean by see something say something? I've, I've got a lot of slogans that I that I use. You know, have the courage to care. If you see something, say something. Sharing stories changes lives. These are some themes uh, that don't necessarily maybe sound so safety focused, but really, in my mind, if we want to make safety matter, we have to make safety personal. And typically companies that come to events like this and organizations that bring people like me in to share their personal stories about workplace incidents that have changed their lives and the lives that you know uh, of people that love them and, and communities and people all around them typically those types of employers are doing the right thing they're training they're providing PPE they're doing whatever they can to create a safe space for their workforce but you can only do so much uh, with regard to that, people need to understand how one step in the wrong direction, metaphorically speaking or literally speaking, can change your life. And people need to feel empowered and have a reason to do something tomorrow that they didn't do today. And to, again, see something, say something, or, or, or speak up, whatever the case may be. I guess to, to sum it up, I, I believe that small things done consistently by everyone have a much greater impact and a more lasting impact than huge things done once by a few people, you know? Yep. In, in your position, you get to work with a lot of organizations, you know, in Canada, North America, different industries, and they bring you in to, to help them fight that complacency. So when you see companies that are doing all the right things, 
And sometimes we want to put these tags on. Uh, they're perfect or mission to zero in the, these lagging indicators. What, what are some leading indicators that you've seen consistently when you go in and work with top performing organizations? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they're Canadian, American, or any other country where their, their origin's at. What are some things that companies that are listening, some leaders, some owners, are saying these are the one, two, three things that you consistently see, doesn't matter what side of the border you're on, what industry you're in, no matter what, these are the things they do. Absolutely. I've got to put, whew, trying to think of what are my top answers here. First of all, and especially in today's world, after the last rough few years that we've had, leaders who are allowing themselves to be vulnerable. So people in positions of power, people who are leading teams and and are are standing up at the front of the room being vulnerable because when the person who's leading the pack, and I mean, I think when it comes to safety, it doesn't matter who you are in an organization, everyone is a leader. Everyone has a role to play. But I think that, you know, uh, when we show that we're okay with saying we're not okay, we open up the floor and we create a safer space for other people to do that. And, you know, when our physical, um, sorry, when our, when our psychological safety is not being taken care of, it puts us in jeopardy for having an incident that will affect our physical safety if that makes sense you know you need to be focused you need to be present you need to be um fit for duty when you come to work in order to keep your physical body safe and if there are issues at home or issues that you're struggling with that you feel oh well i'm in construction or i'm in this type of industry and i i can't say that i'm not all right or i can't admit that those days need to be gone you know they really do because everyone is struggling with something at some point in time and i truly believe that these again these days of leaving your leaving your stuff at home and and and, and punching out of it you know yeah. Just coming into work and trying to put it all aside. It's not possible. So I think that's one thing for certain um, that people are getting right. And, you know, another, another uh, I could go on, but another thing is, is not expecting anyone else to do something you wouldn't. You know, when it comes to safety, you, we can't go. You know, you do. It's 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 leading by example. I mean, we've talked about it for we've talked about leading by example for years, but it's true. The people that are really getting it right are willing to put themselves out there and do what they're expecting of their team or what they're hoping to get from the people within their organization. So when you, when you talk about the change, they get it, you, you go in, they're, they're motivated for the right reasons. That, you know, and Unfortunately, on my side, I've seen they don't get motivated until they've either been hit with a, in the Americas and OSHA fine or they have a bad event, sometimes a fatality. We look at them at six, severe incident fatalities or life-threatening, life-altering events. So how are they motivated? They get on track. How have you seen or helped organizations sustain once they are on track? They contact you and say, Candice, can you come in and speak to our group or work with us? We've done these things over the last two, three years. We're on track, but how do we stay on track? You know, there's no simple answer there. It's trying to, 
you know, I, I, I mean, I have a story to share, absolutely, and that's that is what I do. But I, I really try through my message and through my work to give a um, broad sense of how far out, you know, I, the, the, the butterfly effect that's, that, that happens when something goes wrong. So it's like if you don't want to do the right thing for yourself, think about the people that you're really working for. So everyone always thinks that's who, who signs their paycheck. It's not. It's who's expecting you home for dinner. You know, you could be a very valued person at a company and you might work there for 20 years, 30 years, but if something happens to you, you'll be replaced and it won't take long. Where you are irreplaceable is to your family. And I think that it takes recommitting every day to safety and saying, what is important to me today? When I take a risk, when I say to heck with that, or I'm not going to bother putting my PPE on this time, who's, who is this really going to affect? So, you know, when I talk to people, they oh, I do anything for my family. You know, I do anything to protect my family. Well, guess what? The first thing, the most important thing that you can do to protect your family is protect yourself. Because if you're not there, then what's it all for, right? Yep. Well, we'll close up here. I've got a couple of questions. You've been on the road spreading your message for north of 20 years now. So to hit some highlights, what are some things that, that give us hope for the future that in 20 years we have gotten better? We, we, we do things, and maybe it's one or two things that you see consistently, not industry-specific, but in leadership and safety that we do better now than when you entered the industry. I think, I, for, for starters, the companies that are getting it right are now, and there's way more of them that I'm seeing, are looking at safety as an investment, not as an expense. So that, to me, parlays into being proactive, not reactive. So it means more than just, um, you know, what I said. Uh, and... I feel that people at all levels within organizations and across industries are being more open about their feelings and about caring and about getting to know who's on their team and not just talking about, you know, what are we doing here today? What are the tasks? But, hey, what's going on on the weekend? What's going on at home? I mean, you spend more time with the people you work with than you do with your own family sometimes. And it is worth getting to know the people and, and, and developing trust and developing a, a rapport and I think that we are becoming more open to that and seeing the benefit of that because you know okay if we're talking about see something say something speak up use your rights if you're not, if you don't feel comfortable don't do it blah 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 I mean sure great but are we really going to speak up and use our rights if we don't feel accepted or included at work if we're just trying to fit in if we don't want to rock the boat or if we think that asking a question is going to insult someone so creating, uh, again, a, a, a well-being, a, a psychologically safe environment is really what I'm seeing now is being put on a top priority, as top priority for, for companies. And it's before we didn't talk so much about that. Yep. Well... Candace, thanks for joining us here. I don't have any other questions. Okay, you can Joe. Great. Is there there anything out there for the member base that you'd like to uh, get them excited for tomorrow? 
uh, uh, listen, with your keynote? You know, I'm just excited to be. I, I mean, I've, I'm coming with all the energy. I am so pumped to be back doing this work in person. There's, uh, you know, and you'll you'll hear a little bit more about it in a different way tomorrow. But sometimes you don't appreciate what you have until it's gone. And when I lost the ability to see people face to face and to do the work that I love to do I I recognize that while it's not always easy and it's a lot of being away from home and end time in airports it is my my true passion and I I don't ever take for granted any opportunity that I have to have uh, an audience who will sit and uh, and be with me and and allow me to share my story and I certainly hope will share their stories with me I'm doing a workshop as well uh, for my Step Up Your Safety program. And so there's going to be more opportunity. I don't always get that uh, opportunity. So it'll be amazing to have more time to talk to some of the members and, and anyone who decides that they would like to join in for the workshop. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, perfect. Candice, again, we thank you for making the trip down. We're, we're really excited for uh, tomorrow and what you're going to bring, not only at the lunch, with our safety awards and your keynote, but also in the, the breakout. So if you haven't gotten registered, everyone, get out there, get registered. We still have seats. And if we need to find more chairs, we will do it. And Candace, with that, we're going to close it up. This is Joe Melton of Master Builders of Iowa. Once again, thank you for your time. Great job. Thank you.